Hello and welcome to the Miscast table. Today we are full force with four people in the panel and we are going to discuss discuss uh, battle report number three. And with me today we start with uh, Jonas. How are you doing? Quite fine actually. I have a lot on the table, both painting wise and like private. But uh, yeah, it's nice to be here. Is it uh, the same kind of schedule for you, Mons? How how are you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm very busy. Uh, we're going to a tournament next week, so I have a lot of stuff to paint. Currently on the table there is twenty um, Illyrian Reavers. And the tournament you're going to it's Umeå, right? Yeah, it is. So uh, the first, home hometown of Squidmar. Yeah, for, <laughs> first uh, tournament of uh, Warhammer the old world yes as far yes, as we is. know and martin we have found that you had uh, some unpainted things so have you painted it up yet when i was at your yeah. your place last time mr i have nothing in the painting uh, queue he had a full box of stuff yeah, you said you had nothing in your uh, that was I had you were lying <laughs> i was lying i found a moving carton what are they called like a box. The big ones box. yeah a box full with and there were bits and pieces and there were even full models that I hadn't painted. So they got up three days ago and got a layer of prime and I'm starting them over. <laughs> what so, models are they? Uh, I think it's giant rats for Skaven. So um. it's tiny, tiny models, but I have to add them. Because now I'm, uh, I'm expanding my Skaven army with a pestilence theme. So I got the plague furnace and the giant rats the giant rats will fit well into the plague theme, I think. So, lucky me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have stuff to do. Yeah, but the the screaming bell or the plague furnace, all the war machines for Skaven are, I think they're fun to paint, but they take so long. There's lots of details on them. Yeah, bigger models have the tendency to. You find more and more details yeah. as f- farther you paint the models. Yeah. So they, they always you always look at the model. Oh, this is gonna go quick, and then you find another piece and a cup, some uh, jewelry and yeah. yeah, more and more and more as you paint. Lots of work, but I've been focused on the on the gaming room at home, and I'm almost almost done. I have the electrician coming in on Wednesday doing the last wiring and the plumber. To connect the fl- heated flooring, we need to do uh, done. a video of that. Some 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 video on uh, how uh, the dream gaming room can look like. Yeah, because I w- it is. I yeah. would like to have a bit more square footage, but uh, with uh, with the starting point I have, it's not bad no. at all. It's very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Should we go into some? Uh, tactical breakdown of the battle report Uh, we have the first off it was uh, dark elves versus beastmen and uh, we can have a spoiler alert if you haven't watched the episode we are going to spoil so if you want to see the episode of the battle report without knowing who will win you should watch battle report number 3 on our youtube channel Uh, it was Mons and uh, Martin who played the game so as a viewer I'm gonna ask Jonas first what did you think about the game kind of think that beastmen are looking strong beastmen are looking strong yeah like uh, it looked really one-sided I almost have to say at the start Uh, and then just the stability of the beastmen army came through and we got to see some real nice clashes of units Martin, do you agree? Do you f- felt that the Beastman was a, a good army? I do. I feel like they are in a place where they deserve their name. Like the ambushers, it works. It hasn't done it previously. And they are ferocious. A bit swingy still, but uh, that's kind of on point for the army. We had a comment from... Uh, Mons in the end of the game where he said that he was going to have to rework his re- list yeah have you been thinking about your list and first off like what what was the idea with that list that you had and what 
after the battle report, what did you felt didn't go as planned? I think the idea with, with the list, I like the high mobility lists and that was the plan here as well to maybe go towards one flank and try to flank the beastmen. Uh, with the cold one knights, I had the dark riders going in the scouts and, and stuff like that using the dragon's mobility. I guess that was the plan while you're using a pretty strong uh, backline shooting with, with the um, uh, dark shards. But I believe they're called something else now. They're called like crossbowmen. Uh, yeah, yeah. crossbowmen. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Repeat the crossbowmen. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> but the, the the biggest problem for me was it was basically two things I think that I did wrong. Uh, number one was that I was too aggressive with my cold one knights. I basically put myself up for a charge in the middle by all yeah. of Martin's units. Yeah. And that was definitely a mistake. I was way too aggressive. Uh, the second problem was that I left my backline too weak. Because I knew before we deployed, before we started, that they had ambushers. And I only left like my crossbowmen and my uh, war machine. The spear, spear shaka or bolt thrower. So I think that was the big like tactical mistakes. Yeah. Uh, I believe if I would have played differently, I would have left one of my cavalry units in, in the back to help protect them. Uh, and not be as aggressive with the cold one knights. No, that's probably a large part of be playing a mobile army that you you are mobile. You you have to wait for your opportunity. Yeah, where the point arises where you can get the units you want into combat at the same time. I think you got a bit greedy. The colonists are so strong, but because yeah. like we played before, if you turn into a unit and you defeat them, then you more often than not out of the arc yeah but it's not the same anymore no no it isn't and you can't uh, it, it's not that easy to overrun into a new unit either because that no. basically means that the unit has to break and flee mm. and that's not as likely to happen so uh, I, I have to be less aggressive with my high mobility list i think i've done that mistake like two two games uh, and i have to start learning from from my mistakes now uh, that's what we are here for yeah. yeah we are going to try to learn and i uh we without um we have to mention the elephant in the room where the climax of the battle went to a unit w that had a monster slayer rule and the monster slayer rule is something that we have discussed uh, and uh talked about that it might be the counter to taking down the big monsters with eight or nine wounds and in a battle report before this Jonas you were against a couple of monsters how, how did you feel or see and think about when you now saw the monster rule in effect is it a good counter to monsters I think it's absolutely necessary for the game that there is some counter to like lords on monsters uh, because it's strong and it's fun to play, so it definitely has a place in the game. But uh, I somewhat feel that uh, there are too few uh, units that has Monster Slayer. O usually it's only like monsters themselves, like in the battle report. There Martin brought his Saigor, which seems really, really good. It's a monster that has the killing blow and Monster Slayer rule, so you don't really want to run into it. No, either it's a it's a gorgon gorgon it's sorry. also the only unit in beastman that has it the rule yeah but and uh, if you want access to it then you have to buy the magical weapon the dragon slayer sword right as uh, it, there is a weapon i don't remember the name of it but it's a dr weapon that give you dra monster slayer monster yeah. slayer yeah. Uh, and the problem with that weapon i think is that it costs 50 points yeah. it does nothing more so Kind of expensive. It's kind of expensive. Yeah, uh, we this we talked about at at work. We have a dwarf player, and we talked what a dwarf can do, and they do not have many options against uh, a monster. And we see if we maybe can get a dwarf game in the future. And I think one thing that we'll have to test is what can they do against a monster because yeah. they they don't have that many options. I, I think the biggest oversight in the dwarf armies, like the slayers. You have a unit that is called like Dragon Slayer and then you have a Demon Slayer. But the Dragon Slayer has a worse instance of killing monsters. It yeah. has multiple wounds rules instead of just picking away everyone. And that feels so wrong. I oh. think that's the Giant Slayer. 
because there you have uh, there's, a, there's some very many different versions of slayers yeah. in in uh, I think it's four. Yeah, and slayers are the coolest dwarf units. Yeah. But but dwarf can also shoot monsters. Like a, a organ gun into a monster strength five, with armor piercing on on the shots. I mean that's not terrible. Yeah, that's it's not, yeah, it's decent, but it I still takes some time yeah. to with them down. I'm not gonna kill them in one turn, nine no. wounds. No, that's not gonna. Happen. I think it's something that needs to be tried out at <coughs> least. How is it to play dwarfs against a monster heavy list? Because a monster in this edition can be very very. Yeah. Hard to take it's down, yeah, and and fun to play too. Yeah, yeah. The beastman list, Martin. How uh, were you happy with the list, or was it something at uh, end of the game that you felt like this unit I should have changed, or maybe made it bigger or smaller? Or? No, I felt like it was kind of balanced, but that's also because I got duplicates of each unit just to have an easy list to play. Gores in ambush. Super fun. Bestigors still strong. On the charge, they're even better since they get the initiative plus uh, mm. on the great weapon, so they can strike first. You get armor piercing as well, right? Yeah, minus two. Yeah. yeah. But uh, not from the great one, from the making a successful charge. No, no, that's just a few units that have um, faux render, faux I think render. it's called. All right, yeah. And then you have to pass a Primal Fury test. So in addition to re-rolling once, you get AP plus two, something like that. But the, they are strong. There are some units like the Chariots and the Pigs. I, I'm i not the best Chaff player, so I have to figure out how to move them and what to be afraid of or redirect and so on. Because that's a large part of the game still. <laughs> I think the Razor Gore Herds are super strong yeah their strength five toughness five right. they have impact hits yeah and they're they're so so strong yeah and they have ap minus three yeah it's it might crazy. might have ap minus three yeah, i might think have. their uh, uh, baseline is minus one with the racer tusks or something and then you get the four render so if you pass the primal fury you get ap3 and then you have Armor Bane 1, so 6 is RAP 4. So they can eat a large chunk, but they're only leadership 6. Okay, so it's hard to pass the Primal Fury Mm -hmm. test. Yeah, they have to be um, in a flank with the general. Yeah, but if you do have the general nearby, they are absolutely. Yeah, and they're quite cheap still. Yeah, like 52 points. So it's uh, something like that. But uh, you have to have two at least that's my feeling i would take as many as i could <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably they're, they're they're premium they're so yeah. good mm. we um actually have a comment that is tactically related to this battle report from eric ba- eric Berryfelt. first one is for uh, the dark elves and it's to a list building thing and i would it's a uh, I'm not I'm not as good in um, dark elves and I'm not sure if Mons is too. So let's see if we can if we can get this. He wrote Blood armor is really good in combination with pendant of Kalith. Hit average infantry with noxious breath and they are likely to have a plus 2 armor save. Combined with the shield of sea dragon cloak, you get plus one. I'm not sure if you can get plus one armor save, but there's a combination you can take where you get really good armor save. And I assume that this is for the Lord. Yeah, this is probably for the Lord. I I, uh, saw one thing that I played wrong, and that is that the black dragon and the dread Lord have split profiles. Yeah, and I didn't see that. We but split profiles—that means that you use the best armor save. Yes. You don't get to combine them, uh, so that I definitely played wrong. It's a bit weird that it is laid out that way because most yeah. other armies have you get the pluses, but uh, because it is that way, I think you need to give it some extra armor saves. Yeah, um, and then that might be a way of of doing it. Uh, I'm not sure, like on the top of my head, exactly what those things do. No, but it, um, it, it's I, I, a tips to it's a like a tip to get better armor save for the lord as yeah. far as i understand uh as far as i know the blood armor is an armor that starts out kind of weak but for each wound inflicted 
You mm-hmm. improve the armor save by one point. Okay. And Noxious Breath of the Dragon means that you just go in, flame a bunch of shaft units, and then you have that 2 plus armor. Yeah. So okay. I think that's a really solid tactical. But like, Breath so. Weapon, you're not allowed to use Breath Weapon in combat. So no, I, no I, but uh, before you head into combat. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I feel like uh, it's it might be um, hard to focus or have a unit that has... I want to have Breath Weapon, but I also want it to be a combat unit. You... You can use it, but it, it's something to keep in mind that it might be a sacrifice having breath weapon on a, a unit that you want to have in combat as much as possible. Yeah, I always think that's a difficult way off. Like mm. uh, usually the first turn when I play with the dragon, either you you basically have to march to get over to the side where you want to be, unless there's anything yeah, and out dangerous of, out of the arcs. And yeah, so on. and usually turn two you want to make a charge if possible to get yeah. into combat. Uh, because flying and doing a breath weapon, that can be good, but I usually think it's better to get a charge against a unit if you believe you can take them. And uh, so I always find that a difficult way of like, do I go yeah. in and flame or do I make the charge? And, and then you can't flame when you're marched. Yeah. So you sacrifice a lot of movement to say that I want to do a flame attack. Yeah. A flame attack, is it? it's the template. Yeah. yeah. And breath it's weapon. a template that that template is. 8 inch right yep. something like that so the first turn if you have fly you get 10 inch and then you if you could p- put the template most likely you can't put the template then mm. so then you would have to do a march and you can't use the template most likely yeah. so it's as it's the breath weapon on that unit is a little bit tricky yeah but it could be really good against units that had like a quick to fire or that, that can do a really strong stand and shoot or something. Then you don't need to charge them. You can just fly in and flame them instead. Uh, yeah. But a, p- a perfect unit, uh, as I see it, is like the gyrocopter. It has the flame template, but most of the time the gyrocopter do not want to be in combat. Yeah, it's weak in combat. So so they you have a unit that you always stay out of combat and you flame when you can. That's a better use of the flame yeah. weapon. Yeah. Like the Chimera or something. Yes. Something that flies around and possesses a threat and it could be a nice way to control the game as well to expand your charge arcs because more often than not you're just on the line where a unit can charge or be charged and sometimes they want to move out of the way and can still fire and so on if you put a dragon on the side it's just either way yeah. <laughs> so you just have to pick. I uh, kind of want to add in one like perspective as well. Like when you have the breath weapon in use, you have very low risk to the dragon itself. You just get up there and then you flame yeah. and you get That's like true. the bonus from killing stuff. When, in, when if you go into combat, you might lose a wound or two. But and uh, you can't cast. In my case, I'm using my wizard on top of it, and yeah. I can't cast spells in combat. That's perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say that, like a, a wizard on a dragon and with the breath weapon, then it's superb because yeah. you have a a unit that most likely don't want to be in combat and flame away. Yeah, but and on the can handle itself if you do get into combat. Yeah. On the split profile, so in the game, Monster Slayer got into effect. Should the wizard still be alive on the ground? No, no, no. no. If, the, if the monster is removed, dead. then the whole model is removed. Yeah. We have a, a tactical thing for the Beastman army too from uh, Eric Beldfeldt. The Bray herd can take Minotaurs in ambush. Put a chieftain in charge as a general, and Brayhorn will make it very likely that the Minotaurs will ambush early and cause havoc in the back line. Yeah. Minotaur so ambushers? Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be something to t- fun to you try out. I, I think they're the same as Gores, where you pay a point or most likely three points each mm. for ambushers, special rules. And the Brayhorn is a general item if you have a yeah, wargore or something he gets the brayhorn and you can re-roll the ambush roll and one important note on that as long as he is the general yeah that got i think that was played wrong in this game maybe i don't remember who i put as a general yeah if it was the wizard or the it it at least it is a comment uh, later on regarding the rules that we yeah that's he, probably a mistake he, you yeah, had the, the bsp yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly and he can't be general yeah, yeah. So, so i played that, that wrong but i didn't need the rerolls and i didn't reroll no 
But it's so a good me. thing to to uh, keep in mind when making your beastman list because I yeah. that rule is uh, stated with cursive. So you have the rule text, and then it's cursive that says you can only have this on the general. Yeah. And as long as, as fa- when it c- cursive text somehow I just I don't see it. No, it's, it's so many times in this rule book I have read ru- read the rule for the item, and then it's some cursive text, and often. It's super important. Yeah. But what's the point of having yeah. it in cursive? Not, can't not it just be often. In the I would say the cursive text is more more uh, fluff. Yeah. L- like a description of a spell. Then the the spell itself, what it, what happens, is in normal text. I agree. Yeah. But then they have cursive text for something super important, like you can only have this on the general. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that I have a small beef with that because I play. <laughs> I done things wrong in the army list yeah. and played wrong and it's often because the text that is important and regarding that rule is in cursive but that's a yeah, yeah. small note mm. uh, so the game was played and the beastman was victorious yeah did you feel that you could have done something different to win Mons? I uh, talked about that before yeah. and that was the, the aggressiveness but yeah. the I did have a small chance to, to come back a little bit, but then Martin rolled his double ones. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and then it was over. I probably yeah. wouldn't have won either way, but it might have made it a more competitive match. Yeah, uh, more even outcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but um, I mean, I, I just have to have to play safer with my high mobility units because I can pick and choose the moment where the charge happens, when the combat happens. And that is important. You don't need to take the first chance you get. No. We have to see in the future with another Beastman Dark Elf match if we can have a different result or if the Beastman is just plain better. Yeah. Or I, I just suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that was the, your main pet peeve that you, you should have waited. Yeah, I should have waited. That's basically it. That was the beginning of the end. It could have, yeah. The snake eyes was bad for you, yeah, because that would have a large impact. But that's just dumb luck, basically. That's not a strategic, strategical error. Yeah, it, it was basically over before <laughs> that. Yeah. I think it, it was, was over before extent. that, but it was like a nail in the coffin. Yeah, that but was it, definitely. But it, but it was definitely going downhill. Yeah. Okay, I think we are going to start going through some rule mistakes. Three for all, 96. You need three inches to get launch to take effect, effect on a charge up. And then we get a response from a user comment that says, uh, oh, his nickname, Shalata Dirty Deeds. Lances is one of the fo- few charge bonuses that don't need three inch. So it was actually played correctly. Yeah, that was when he made a uh, fallback fall in, in good yeah. order, and he did yeah. one inch, and I yeah. rolled. Uh, and that's the way I've understood the rules. Yes, as it's well. always Lo- on a charge. It's not distance the depending. Th- some of the rules gives <coughs> you the uh, the bonus only if you have made three inch charge. Yeah, like impact hits. Yes, but the lance is just make a charge. So it was played correctly, but I think it is still worth to discuss. Because some rules doesn't take effect if you are outside of uh, inside. inside inside of three inch, no. so it's worth pointing out and easy to miss. But you actually played it correctly. We have another rule that is a little bit hard to remember, if you ask me. Poxius thirty eight fifty four. You do not t- take terror test in combat. Fear do not cause unless models cause fear on the numerous. So you have to have higher unit strength to cause fear. And this is two rules that one of them happens when you charge against a unit and the unit you charge against have to do a test. And another one is the opposite. Jonas, do you know which is which? Uh, fear comes into play if you want to charge a unit. Then you need to test unless you have higher unit strength. Yes. And terror comes into play when the monster or model that has terror charges you. Yes. Then you need to test. But if yes. you're in combat with a unit that has terror, don't you need to take a fear test? No. 
Yeah, because the, if you fail, then you get minus one to hit. That's a. Uh, that's when you. Yeah, fear test is. Yeah. Sorry, fear test is, and you have to have higher unit strength. Yeah, yeah. But, but a model that has terror it has fear as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you, so you, <coughs> you do. You need to do a fear test if the fear costing monster or unit have higher unit strength yeah, right. than the other ones. Okay. So, so you're more dragon of 9 unit yes. strength against yeah. this Bray Hearts of 20. Yeah, so she, he shouldn't have uh, needed to. But, needed I, to. I, but I, I think we, if I remember correctly, I can't swear on it, but I think we rolled the terror test at the beginning of combat because we forgot in the charge. Just to see if it would have a different outcome. No, yeah, I, but I I when, when I charged you... Yeah, you need to take a terror test, but is that even if he has higher unit strength? Terror, yes. Terror, yeah. yes. Terror yeah. doesn't. The terror test has to be done uh, regardless of unit strength. Yeah. But I know the the specific time that they were, they were talking about it, and it was when um, it was a combat and Mons asked for a terror test uh, in combat. But it that was yeah, and I I mm. think. It's not as much of Mon's fault or anything. It just it's a lot of thing to remember. So yeah. if terror, if you have terror, <coughs> it actually gives you four <laughs> effects. It gives you one thing happens when you charge. One thing happens when you someone charges you. One thing happens when you're higher unit strength than them, and one thing happens when they take a break tests. So it's a big rule to remember. Yeah. yeah. What happens when they take a break test? If you have terror and you have to take break test, you have first of you have lost the combat. So it, yeah. it states the win uh, if the win something with the winning unit. But when you lose and you have to take a break test, if I have a terror unit, you yeah. will have minus one. To yeah, so it's not test. it's not to a combat resolution, but it's to the test. Yeah, to the test. Yeah, okay. So so yeah. it's harder to be within that uh, like. Um, area where you get fall back in good order yeah. because you reduce but the characteristics. But it's not a... Uh, so it's not plus one in combat rest, but it's minus one to leadership, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. At it times. is. Yeah. It, it gives you minus one to your leadership when you're making the break test, if yeah. I remember the wording correctly. And that's so good because it's easier to break units. Yes. A terror, un a terror uh, unit can do th stuff. It yeah. actually can do stuff. Just have to remember the full page. And then we have something that is two months, the list builder. And it is me have commented on this. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, 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 <laughs> wait. We have four four more comments. Uh Defradu's video, Lingveo, Pad Pitradoski, uh Schlatan Dirty Deeds. Schlatan Dirty Deeds. <laughs> And it is when you have a wizard and you replace his spells, you are only allowed to replace one of them with the special lore. And if you do, you cannot also pick the signature spell. So yeah. you effectively remove your choice of having a signature spell for something else. Yeah, I, I realized that as well. I have read the rule. I had read the rule as you could pick one from the like mm. uh, army book and one yeah. signature spell but that yeah. was wrong so i had the wrong spells uh, i'm not sure of this but i bet that the text that tells you this is cursive <laughs> might be <laughs> might be maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but I, I did play that uh, that wrong um i don't think that's gonna change that much for me in the future because i think the the vaults on making from the high no this this was the dark elves yeah yeah but but uh, they also have some really good spells in their army book so I think most of the times you pick one from from the army book yeah and from the high elves you also pick uh, vaults on making because it's so good <laughs> but it, it just is nice. it just to remember that you're only allowed to pick one yeah. when yeah. you do so that that is important especially since we're going to a tournament in one week so I don't <laughs> yeah up. we don't want to mess up in a tournament. Uh, this is also for the Dark Elves. Kona Talasina. Gathering darkness on the cold one nights. So No, no, no. This is actually the beastman who cast a hex spell on cold one nights. Yeah. And it's on page 108. Choose a target. And uh, you, can, you can't target a unit that is in combat. 
and that was the mystery. So you can't cast hex spell on a unit that is in combat. Okay, because that had a large impact. I'm yeah. so yeah. sorry, Mons. <laughs> so I won't sorry. forgive you for that. No. <laughs> I actually didn't check the states on hex if it gives you an <coughs> if if the specific hex spell gives you an um, exception exception but <coughs> when you cast a spell you're not allowed to to do so so I, I don't think it's it fine. might be i know one of the rules was even engaged in combat but i i can't swear if it was uh augment or hex but but all spells except a sailman basically you can't cast into combat exactly that's what uh, i remember and Spells that are self-cast. Enhancements yeah. with self. Yeah, range. Uh, range self you can cast. Range self you okay. can cast on yourself. Yeah. We forgot. Uh, when I went into combat with your chariot, I yeah. had made an enhancement spell on my spearman. And yeah. I had hexed your chariot. Mm. And we forgot both of those things. We forgot <laughs> that you were hexed and that I was enhanced yeah. in that combat. Uh, and I think uh, that was the one that was even. We we had yeah, a draw. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> the spearmen won eventually, right? Yeah, they won yeah, eventually, yeah, they but won. it took like yeah. two or three turns. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of those things that is that's very important to remember. Yeah, really but six saves, right? Yeah, I, I think five you did. plus or something, and I managed five yeah. out of six. Yeah. But, but that's because you don't. We didn't have the spell cards at that time, <coughs> and the spell oh. cards were super important. Yeah, I kind of wanted to uh, say exactly the same thing. Yeah. You basically you highly recommend that, uh, use spell cards. Yeah. And if you don't have the official ones, use something that you have. Yeah. Tokens or... Yeah, so, some for, sort of token by the unit. But I, I have to check out the hex spell. Yeah. 50-50. Because it's, it's so strong, I would say that you shouldn't be able to cast it into combat. Minus two initiative and leadership. Yeah, I think so. You shouldn't be able to cast that into combat. But it's kind of there or you want it. You want yeah, to make yeah. those impactful leadership tests. Yeah, but that could be a. It could work as a scare tactic as well. Like, if I see a unit that is about to charge, if you had a high mobility list and surrounding, yeah, I could cast that on a strong unit, like figure out which one it has the most impact on, cast it on them, and then I screwed you over a bit. Yeah, it might be an uh, a thing to not follow up, to stay out of combat, yeah. to be able to do the spell. And maybe give him a charge. That might be the 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 thing yeah. you could do to Absolutely. actually still do the hex spells. It's just if you win, do not follow up. Do your hex spell and then do your bad stuff. Yeah, and take the charge. But we are very used to being able to both cast hex spell and enchantment spells to units, and therefore I at least I value those spells very highly. I value them more than a magic missile. But maybe yeah. in the old world, it's something that you have to rethink that you can't cast a hex spell in combat, then it's maybe not that good. Or still, it's good, but it's yeah. very yeah, tactical. But you really have to think about how both how you place your wizards and how you play the game. Yeah. 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 But, but usually, you get the chance to cast it because uh, it happens in the strategy phase. Then no unit series in combat. Yeah. Then you hex, then you go into movement, then you charge, yeah. then you get the bonus. So it's kind of like. You can't tilt a combat that has already started, no, but you can exactly. get a good alpha strike. It's yeah. only mm. it's only the time that you have chosen follow up or your opponent have chosen follow up so that you actually start in combat. That's yeah. the only time that you don't. And, and that might be the other thing to think about. If you know that your opponent have a hex spell follow and up. you follow up so he can't place it, that may be a tactic that is actually important to remember. You can de deny someone a hex spell or an yeah. enchantment. I kind of think that that is the premier feature of the old world. Like, give ground, follow up yeah. in good order, and uh, like fl actually fleeing. Like it's, it's so it many things around it. Yeah. For events to yeah, it. And it's so, it seems so simple, but it's so complex to yeah. play around. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we just talk about how bad uh, fallback in. No, what is uh, give, give ground, ground is? Give, yeah. It's so bad it's because so bad. you you have the same facing. So if you've yeah. been short in the side, you just move in the side all the time. Like it's way better to fall back in good order. Yes, yeah. I would choose that every time. Basically. I would choose fall back in good order probably every time. I'm not. Maybe there's some scenario when, but most of the time, fall back in good order is so much better. But yeah, it's harder to get to. Yeah, it's actually. And I th first off, when I saw the rules first time, I thought that why why is 
give ground double one. Why is th it's the best result give ground? But it's also that it's actually harder to get fallback in good order how they have made it. So I, I must give them some uh, pack on the back. It's a little bit genius how they made the uh, fallback in good order. It's actually made so that the underdog, if you are losing a lot and you're then you have a bigger chance to get full back in good order and have a yep. bigger chance to get back. Yeah. So I, I actually started to really like the the thing, how that works. Because yes, if you give ground, you can't do a reform. That's the big thing. Yeah. yeah. You can't turn, you can't but do anything. You just have the same You can't even in. choose it because in previous edition, you could uh, lose a combat and pass the result and you just stood still. Even there... If it was to the side, you just stay to the side, but you could opt to reform and pass a modified leadership test. You can't do that here. Can't well, that. the thing yeah. is, you can you can never do a combat reform here. In combat or in... Uh, There's no such thing. The winning uh, team... The, 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 the winning team can't do either. No. It's only when you fall back in good order. Yeah. It's really tricky, but I, I actually starting to really like that. Yeah. I kind of think it's interesting as well to tag back to the rules about lances and impact hits. Uh, because if you have a knight unit and then you get into a combat where you, the opponent only gives ground. Yeah. It's really hard to decide, do I follow up? Because next turn then I'm just going to fight with my hand weapons and probably not deal any damage at all. But you get lanced on that occasion. Yeah. Do, do you get lances yes. if you yeah. follow lance up? Good. It's a pursue. La it's a charge. Lance right. is one oh, of those. Okay, okay. Uh, may, mm. No, I, I don't think so. Follow up. Follow up might not be that. Yeah, if, you fo if you fall back in good order, then yeah. you definitely get yes. lances. Yes. But if you only give ground, I think it counts as you are stuck in combat another turn. Like, kind of yeah. like you don't get hatred if you give ground. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it works that yeah. way. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. If you, if you do a follow up to uh, give ground, is that a charge? I don't think it is. No, exactly. And, and that's really hard that. when you're playing cavalry heavy lists. Yes. Uh, do I follow up? That might be the thing that the other comment actually said when I think about it. It was a comment where he, he thought that you shouldn't have get the lance bonus. Yeah. Maybe it was a give ground. No, a it, it, it was a, a, a fallback in good okay. order, but it yeah. was only one inch. Uh, and that might maybe why they have been confused yeah. that it was a... But that's still fine. You yeah. still get it. Uh, a small thing, it was like a, a Doomfire Warlocks or something that you forgot to have a... No, it wasn't Doomfire. It was uh, some unit that uh, we forgot uh, move and shoot penalty when they moved. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when, but it's it's a thing that it's easy to forget, but, but it isn't an excuse. Yeah. And a more important <laughs> one, though... Uh, I, it was a Doomfire. I cast a spell with the Doomfire Warlocks. Magic Missile. Uh, magic missile the yeah. first turn I did yeah. that. After that, we realized it, and I didn't do it again. But I did it the first turn, and, and that wasn't allowed. That uh, maybe that is the one, uh, or is uh, because another thing is uh, if you have your Doomfire Warlocks and they march, they cannot cast a magic missile. No, I think that that was the mistake we yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and I think one other mistake with with shooting, there's no penalty for multiple shots. Yeah, we realized that in our game too. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I have uh, so I find out that there is actually it's just that. You, yeah, get, yeah, you yeah. get the area where you get listed all the penalties yeah. for shooting and it's not there, no. but then you check multiple shots rule and oh, then it's there. It's yes, there. Yes. All right. Th then it's like play it, correctly. Is a it is a penalty for multiple shots. Yeah. But why and isn't it in the this, rules? This is kind of funny. This is going to be even more funny when you see me and Jonas match yeah. uh, Wood Elves versus Demons because I... I confused this back and forth <laughs> like five times during that match. Is it? Is it not? Is it? Yeah. But that uh, was a slugger game. Like. Uh, it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs> another thing, uh, dragons have thunderstomp and that gives AP minus two and that's because they have the behemoth rule. So yeah. it's on, yeah, it's just a statement and it's something that we forgot. We probably yeah. did some mistakes in the in the lumbering rules as well, where you can yeah, you, you don't get the turn. If you don't march, then you, you get, get the turn. 90 ah, yeah. I don't something. think we did that mistake in this game. We did it in the one before. But okay. uh, uh, I know that we, we did the Thunderstorm wrong because the day after we played that game, yeah. I found uh, AP-2 <laughs> because I thought it was really weird that they didn't have, but they do. Okay. And I, uh, uh, Lumbering don't give you a free turn at the end. It is a pivot. Okay, pivot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pivot. Yeah. 90 yeah. degree pivot. 
Yeah. But that's a turn. No, that's not a turn. It's a turn is one thing, a pivot is another thing. A turn is where you like line up and then you Use wheel the them. Yeah. A pivot is just around the center. Yes. Around the center. Yeah. No, no turn if you have a block unit and they can they face unit facing like w- what you might be allowed to do with Yeah, you. yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. The turn is a pivot, but a wheel is not a pivot. Yeah. That is the difference. Exactly. Yeah. So turn they just face say, uh, change uh, facing. Yeah. Yeah, and it and, and on a uh, right. like lumbering monster, it is actually the same thing. Okay, yeah, because so you move pivot. the unit around the center of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Just so pivot. pivoting, changing facing. Yeah, but I think potato, they, potato. You, yeah, they usually yeah. call it turn in in this rulebook. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I uh, I'm not sure about turn wheel if that's the same. And, and if wheel is different. Wheel is different. Wheel is different. Yeah, but it, do they use turn and different and pivot. Yeah, uh, and pivot okay. is different at yeah. times, but in the scenario for <laughs> monsters, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, but for a monster, yeah. a, a wheel is different. Yeah. A wheel for is a, different. For a, for the monster, a wheel would be different because yeah. he would change placing uh, on the table. Yeah. yeah, and and I think the difference when changing facing is that yeah. if you get into like, let's say you have an infantry unit, that's the most obvious time when it comes to play, and they're looking straight ahead, and you kind of want to have a sideways arc. Yeah. Then you're not allowed to. You can change the facing a whole 90 degree, but not like 45. For that you wouldn't have to pivot. I think we are a little bit uh, broken regarding yeah. the rules. We want it to be so literal so that it doesn't it can't yeah. be confused. And uh, Games Workshop of course, they want the rules to be pretty and fluently and easy to read. So therefore you use you you avoid using the same word for one thing many times because yeah, yeah. it because it l- doesn't read good yeah. but we want the opposite we want if you use pivot you should use pivot all the time so you don't get confused on no. differences yeah but it's also be, we played like one game system for like five years and then we get to the game system that's like almost the same yeah but not exactly the same yeah. and you confuse so many things yeah, yeah. like uh, but still yeah. that, that i think that's the and i think that's the general issue that the, those who write rules want them to be easy to read and beautiful to read yeah. but that makes them many times a little bit confusing when you get down to the details details yeah. and most people avoid going down to the details and that's fine too but we usually yeah. go down to the details yeah. you but have to because it's gonna matter in, in <coughs> tournaments and yeah. we're going in one week to the old world tour tournament but in two weeks we're going to an eighth edition tournament yeah and i'm gonna bring so many old world rules into eighth yeah, edition yeah. i'm gonna mix Definitely. it up so badly yeah. it's gonna be interesting. Oh, it's just two weeks left yeah it's two right. weeks left yeah. next one is an easy one but i have yeah one thing regarding the the rules and uh, reading and understanding playing by intent like explaining for your opponent what you want to do and you two get can agree on is this possible is it not that's the best way to play because yeah. then you yeah. avoid a lot of the uh, gotcha moments and so on if i say i want to move the spearmans to face them yeah will i be able to? i i think i can move and wheel and move again and then we can have the dispute on beforehand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't get into rules no, arguments not. after something happens. No. Try like, to like measure before. the short distance before you roll the dice. Yeah. yeah. And like this is eight. Yes. Roll. I yeah. think that's the the two biggest one to do to be uh, uh, agreement in a match. Yeah. One is after you have moved, ask the opponent, can we agree on that I am outside of your short shark? Exactly. Yeah. Number one. Number two is Measure the charge before you roll the dice and say, how much do I need on the die? I would say nine. Can we agree on this? Yeah. And then you roll because then you don't get into the bad, parts, the t- yeah. bad part of discussions where you start yeah, doubting ounces and millimeters. You get yeah. that in... In, uh, that's the best way to play it, it especially is. when you're playing with new people like a tournaments and stuff like <sighs> I mean beforehand. our that's group is a very good example time. where you should do it even if you have played in a long time Yeah. because I- if it actually matters that we are going to color our decision if you haven't haven't yeah. seen the dice Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure of it yeah probably yeah. <laughs> and like if you are uncertain of a rule ask your opponent Yeah. Like, how does yeah. this work I think it works like this 
Uh, yeah, I think so as well. It might be yeah. wrong, but as long as you're in agreement, yeah. it doesn't really yeah, matter. No, yeah, no, that comes into play. I think uh, a lot of the games we play are on weeknights. Yeah. And uh, by the time we're in turn five or something, it's 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And more often than not, if we have a disagreement, instead of looking into the book, sometimes we just, this is the most plausible outcome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it should work this it way. It should work I mean, this yeah. way. We agree. Um, yeah, and then we we'll play it. So uh, some of the rules mistakes are tiredness, and some are in... Wh what's it called? Maybe uh, where, where you just agree, is this good enough? Okay. It's a, it's like a, a way to get the match going. Yeah. So it, it doesn't take so much time. You can't look up every rule. No. So some rules we just have to move on we still strive to play the perfect game yep and we don't uh, aim to edit out or re-edit some parts to cheat our way there but uh, i'm thinking we're on a good path i yep. think within within two years we probably have <laughs> a perfect game <laughs> on video <laughs> i was thinking you were saying like two weeks no 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 no, no. Jesus. Yeah. let's see uh, i hope it happens a lot sooner than that we, but it is a complex game if yeah, we get a video where no comments can find a fault we have to do something where, where, where we actually get our dream a perfect game yeah. we still want every comment please tell us every yeah. wrongs we've done we will we will fix them but if we get a day where no one can find a fault, oh man, it's going to be awesome. It's yeah. going to be really, really good. Uh, and the game where we get one dice roll wrong, like you should have hit on threes, and that's the only wrong, <laughs> it's still not good enough. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, Everything has me, to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. But then we need to start fabricating mistakes because the comments we get on the videos yeah. increase like their their spread on YouTube. Like yeah. it interacts with the al algorithm. Yeah. So th then we need to find another way to <laughs> to get people to comment on the videos. I think it's fine just as is. I'm, as I'm really is. happy to read the comments. It's yeah. just it, like lately, there's so many comments. Yeah, there's <laughs> yep. a lot of comments. It is. Yeah, but it's fun. Uh, one easy thing, uh, the Dark Lord uh, had a great weapon but you didn't need to strike at the Great Weapons Initiative 1 because you, he also has always strike first. Yeah. yeah. I realized that when I edit. Yeah. Usually when you... I, I edit, like, roughly edit the videos and then Jonas do the graphics for the battle reports. And when I edit, I find a lot of mistakes that we do because when you're caught up in the game, you yeah. don't realize, but yeah. when you sit there editing and, like, have a clear head, you're like... How could we misplay that? <laughs> and that was one of the things I realized. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, I, I should have been able to hit him way sooner. But that's yeah. important to yeah. remember for every Dark Elf player that he can ignore the always yes. the strike, always strike first cost. and Great Weapon, which yeah. gives strike last and they cancel each other out. Exactly. A couple of more. This is uh, actually uh, Mr. Karak also now he pointed out that you uh, can't stack the saves when you have the dragon. So if you have a, if the rider has a six plus and the dragon has a four uh, five plus, the armor save doesn't st stack. No. Yeah, you need you need to pick one of them, and it is because it's a split profile. Yeah. yeah. And it is uh, of course it was a misplay, and the right text for this is on page two hundred four in the rulebook. Yeah. I have a question there. Um, I kind of thought that they stacked as well. I didn't like read that specific part about split profiles. But if you have an armor save of four plus on a chariot per se, and then you have a, like say, a lord that rides that chariot, and you give him a medical item that improves armor save by one, he just has light armor, so he has a six plus. Do you get to choose between a five plus or do you improve the chariot save to a three plus? No, I think they're split. Okay, I, so I you, think, you, you yeah. just take the best. Yeah. That's also one of those cases you, you take the best just just in the armor case uh, armor save case they don't stack in okay. that way. Split profile is a really weird rule and I think that's gonna cause some some misplays for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it, it I, I wonder if it was on page two hundred four. It's one page in the rule book where they state exactly what happens with each characteristics when it is in a split profile. Which one stack, which one did you choose when for example, so weapon some skill. stack and some don't. Yeah, like, like uh, and and you have exa for example weapon skill. 
you use the rider's weapon skill. Yeah, always. The, yeah, and it always is, the rider. And it yeah. is stated in the same page, all of these differences, when you do what? Okay, so... Something so happened. You use the rider's hand. weapon skill, you use the best armor save, yeah. and like, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but uh, in the case with the dragon then, uh, the dragon has weapon skill 7, and the mage might have less. You so use the mage. But, but yeah. now you're talking about high elves, right? Yeah. And that's not split profile. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> that, it's the same as <laughs> like with swear. your Pegasus. Yeah, Pink is rare. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, in that case, you use it to choose from the army book and you get like plus five wounds and plus all of that. And then it's not split profile. Oh. But some things like the Dark Elf Dragon, it doesn't have that. It's split profile. And it's the same with the like Agnarok Spider. They also have split profile. So some things you just add the stats but on. Isn't that under the the rules for like uh, chariot has split profile, and the yes, some monster. of them do. Some of them do. Uh, okay. The dragon is not split profile, and and the same goes for your uh, uh, Pegasus things. They're not split profile. So I then you get to add. No, the I think they are split profile. Some of them might be, but the yeah. dragon for high elves is not. Okay, okay. I recommend. I'm gonna go home and read the book. I recommend. I'm pretty sure it's 204 in the rule book. Yeah. Yeah. It it goes through that. I'm probably. gonna read the book so hard <laughs> for it. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, yeah. That, it is a weird rule, and I don't understand why not all ridden things works the same as like the dragon for high elves. What? No. Why is split profile a thing? I don't really understand. But yeah, that is what it is. It okay. is what it is. Kiavati also want to mention the remember the always strike rule gives you initiative one so you get if you have a always strike loss you can get higher you can strike first if you have a if you do a charge and it charges three inch then you actually strike with initiative four for example yeah. yeah but it was like I think it was one case where you just forgot about it yeah yeah, yeah. We did but the great um, weapon that's a large difference from before yeah. it uh, it uh, lowers the initiative of the model to yeah. one before modifiers are applied yeah. so you can still get charge bonus you can augment them or hex them and so on and so yeah. on but it's just r important to remember yeah yeah uh, pointed out that the cold banner is a single use and it is co oh. the cold banner oh I yeah. didn't read that, but it's probably correct. Yeah, page 23 in the PDF. Yeah, maybe I call, call it the Banner of Cold-Blooded. or yeah, Cold-Blooded cold Banner. Cold-Blooded Banner, yeah. Yeah, Cold-Blooded Banner, it's a single-use yeah. banner. Yeah. Uh, but it also... That's really good. Yes. It's, re it's still worth it, but it makes it a bit worse. But for Cold One Nights, I what think it's... What does it do? You get to use uh, 3d6 on your uh, yeah. leadership test, so you can use it yeah. for stupidity rolls. Lizardman yeah. stuff. Yeah, Lizardman yeah. Cold-Blooded. So it's one use... Yeah. yeah, but yep. in a crucial combat. Yeah, yeah. Like I lost combat, yeah, well, but I really want to stay. Crucial I get to stupidity. Yeah, crucial test. stupidity test. <laughs> that might well. be the most likely. <laughs> yeah, that was my plan to use it for stupidity mm. test, but I didn't but really have single use. You have to choose to roll three dice. Or yeah, can you, you roll you two and see the result and no, then use the uh, banner I to think add you a need third? to say ahead of time. I think you need to say ahead of time as well. Okay, because uh, that's also a large yeah. difference. Yeah. Might have to reread that if you can choose to when to use it. I think it just says you use uh, 3d6 and okay. remove the lowest. Yeah, yeah. The no, then, it, then you have to choose. Yeah. The, the uh, cutting the editor can put the rule here. <laughs> he won't. You can't, he won't? No, no. Most of this so is only audio. Most <laughs> this is going to be released on Apple Podcast. It's going to be released on um, Spotify, on Pandora, on many, many, many platforms that don't have video. Yeah. The editor for this is uh, lazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it up. Very, very lazy editor. <laughs> I focus on the sound. Efficient. Oh. Efficient. Uh, Bray heard, uh, no, uh, we're going to say seven, nine of spades, five. He uh, pointed out that uh, when you have a uh, Bray horn, it's only the general who gets to use it. Yeah. And, and uh, it was stated as before. It's a cursive text. So we can also take Alex Stoltz. Not sure if you have misread the strike last rule. No, this is the same as Kiavata. Yeah. We have already regarded the great weapon wielders have an initiative of one, but you can make it higher. Yeah. So Jonas Wolseski 
I really like the video, keep it up. Why did the Gorgon have seven attacks when it says that it has five? And I know that Martin has the answer on this. Why do a Gorgon have seven attacks when it says five? <coughs> it's uh, quite easy. He has five attacks base. And then he has Frenzy and Blood Greed. Frenzy gives an extra attack, but Blood Greed ups it to two, but he can only pursue and overrun 1d6. Because he stays and eats the flesh of the... Yeah, the blood work. greed rule. Yeah, basically. so he has five plus two. Yeah, so that's seven. Yeah. The last uh, comment regarding rules mistake is from me. <laughs> Most important. No, no, no. Mm. I'm just kidding. The last. Uh, it is actually when you do a flee. When you flee from a combat with multiple units, who do you flee from, Martin? The most numerous. Highest unit strength. Jonas? Highest unit strength. Jonas, you taught me this. Uh, yeah, but it's different when you flee Free? and when you <laughs> have uh, okay. a... Break, <laughs> I would say break. When you break from... W- when you break, when you lose combat and break. You have a com- yeah. multiple combat and you lose the break test. Then you flee. What yeah. happens? Th- th- it makes my head hurt. Yep. But it, you basically go dia- diagonally yeah. from, from the units. Alright, so you don't flee from the most numerous, you flee from... No, you f- when you flee, you flee from the most... The, the unit with the highest unit strength. Yeah, but when you give ground or when you fall back in good order, then you fall back diagonally. Yeah, that that I yeah. agree I, on. I, then, yeah. then we agree. I yeah. guess I guess the the wording is when you break. Yeah. So when you break, you break not from the unit who has most numerous. You don't break and you you, you don't move away from the with highest unit strength. You do it diagonally from yeah, both but, of but them. But that's only in in fall back in good order and give ground. No, yeah. no when you break. But here I think one detail is you still maintain the unit facing. So you yeah. move the <coughs> facing. So you can still get into the flank if you follow up and still get up into the front arc. Okay, so even when you when you flee... No, when no. you give, gra- give ground or fall back in good order. Yeah, but Andre I said that when I you flee as well. I might have wrong on this. So I is it when you... When you flee, you go from the unit that has the highest unit yeah, strength. Yeah, that's how I've read yeah. it as well. But this one is is one of the rules that makes my head hurt. Yeah, but but I agree with give ground and and fall back in good order. Then you go diagonally. Yeah, no, you have to yeah, you, you have do. to move out of base contact with every unit. There yeah. is a special rule for boxed in or something surrounded. Okay, then I'm just wrong on this. So <laughs> if you break, then it's most numerous. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I need to find because I searched and I. Yeah, I searched is, and I didn't find how three different places for this. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I, well, I went up and down in the document. <laughs> how yeah. is the flee rule <laughs> when I break? Okay, yeah. I need to recheck if it is from yeah. most. Luckily, numerous. most of the time you give ground yeah. <laughs> or fall back in good order. So we can ignore the last comment. No, no, it, it's worth it to stays, discuss. Yeah, it's, it's worth, of course it's worth stays, discussing. It, now, it's now worth discussing how the flee rule is about the mistakes we make in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that is. I think that is basically this section because yeah. now we have just regular user comment. I have gone through the roughly twenty-four to th- thirty-six hours of comments uh, that is regarding rules mistakes and tactical mistakes or suggestions so now we have just a couple of uh, user comments for the last thing of today's episode one of them is from john b had a question do you guys discuss or discuss or review submitted list try to get my own dark elves ready to go and i'm struggling to get feedback on 2000 points i'm currently building towards is that something we could do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we can do that. I think that would be a fun <coughs> segment for, for the podcast, yeah. especially. We haven't done it before because we haven't received any lists. Uh, so I say uh, send it to miscasttable at gmail.com and we see what we can do. If we get 5,000 lists, we will start pick them. But if yeah. we get one list, yeah. you 4,000 is okay. 4,000 4, is do okay. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <coughs> no, but we might even test play it if it's just the one of list. Of course. If that would be fun yeah. to play something yeah, someone else has built. What it was the intent like, of yeah. this list? Send, that's the best way to test it. Absolutely. If, if we get a list and we, we, we could probably test it out too. Yeah. yeah we list. have all the armies. We, we could probably play yeah. basically anything. Uh, the last one is a more <laughs> funny thing, I thought <coughs> at least, because it's Mons again. Uh, 
I know what this is gonna be. No, no, I don't think. Uh, maybe. Uh, ja, 37, 34. I would say that those dark charts is in a picket line. A conga line is one dude following as a snake, and a picket line is when they are. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's nothing, but it's, yeah. I, I guess he is technically correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't know that that was the word for it. That, that was line. actually what I wanted to pick it up, not because I wanted to put something on Mons. I wanted to pick it up because I didn't know that when you set them in a wide formation, that's a picket line. And I thought that was kind of fun to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing conga line isn't that the like the dance where you, you hold these shoulders? shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a conga line. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun to say conga line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is. yeah. But he, he is correct. He I is believe he's correct. correct. Yeah, and you have to um, make the music. Yeah, you have to sing. Yeah, I have to sing the conga line song. Yeah. We're gonna send it also back a little bit to Ja <coughs> 37 D 34 because he doesn't doesn't uh, wish us to compare as much to. 8th edition no but uh, it's gonna be hard to to uh, not to do and I I made a comment back to him and I did a suggestion without asking you guys so I ask now should we do an episode maybe in four months that we actually break down this is the differences maybe to get it kind of out of our system that the differences we have found is this let's play let's play old world as old world is without comparing I think that's a good idea. I, I think the problem is the same that we talked about before. Yeah. Like we we play the game system for like five years. Yep. And when we play Old World, we mix up the rules in our heads. Like yep. is this 8th edition? Is this Old World? And I think that might be the reason why we get into that discussion. But I understand that that can be re- really annoying if you haven't played 8th edition yeah. that much. So we should like stop doing it, but it's really hard. Yeah. I think most is when we compare units. That's the thing that most people doesn't like. In this case, it was yeah. Warlock. R- yeah. Yeah. When we compare and say that, oh, now they are worse. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we once it's have played them avoid. differently. It's hard to avoid because you're so used to a unit behaving a certain way and what yeah. doesn't but come th- out that That's way. why it's I thought maybe we have an episode that we actually <coughs> ask, this is what we have found. This yeah. is the differences. Yeah. So we, if we could get it out of our systems, maybe we could yeah. stop comparing it. Yeah, but by we, we like comparing. We do. Previous to Old World, we compared WAP to 8th. There are some things are better, some things are worse. I'm not saying you can ever build a perfect game, but cherry picking is... But I mean it as nice. a critique. If we get a, a lot of critiques from our viewers... Yeah. Uh, and, m- and one of the things that we get a lot of critique about is that stop comparing it to 8th yeah. edition. Yeah. We yeah. have to kind of listen and take it to us and say, Absolutely. is it a valid critique? And I must say, in some cases, yes. When, when we, we, yeah. we, we might compare a little bit too much. But we, and I, and, uh, I think that maybe if we actually do it once, this is what we found with maybe do it less yeah I, I think it's it's valid criticism but i also think that the people that enjoy the comparisons probably don't write i really enjoy the comparisons with eight yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's really easier to to lift out yeah. when you have yes. negative but I, I think we should do it a lot less yeah, but it's absolutely. it's gonna be difficult it's gonna be a bit difficult we must game. also say that we have uh, when when we played eight edition we had uh, maybe a thousand viewers on a battle report and now it's ten thousand viewers so yeah. It might be 9,000 that only know the whole world and 1,000 who know it. I, yeah. w- I, I wouldn't say that that's no, sati- yeah. statistically what it is, but... Yeah, but, but like for, for viewer worth. experience. Like for viewer experience, we can... old world videos be about old world. We, we yeah. can, we can uh, try. No, we, we will uh, do that from time to time <laughs> still. Yeah, uh, it's we, gonna we, happen. We, we, can, we can guarantee that it will happen, but we can do our best. And uh, that's uh, maybe how we can end the podcast. That yeah. We're really thankful for all the yeah. comments and yeah. we will try to become better at the game, better at Battle Report and Battle at the Port yeah. podcast. We have... One yeah. question. Yeah, you want to burn it out, <laughs> yeah. right? The final thing, because it's, it's. I know that I have written some notes. 
this is a thing or a couple of things. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what it is. Everyone knows this. Okay, the last question uh, that we got. Uh, sorry, I forgot about the name, but it is so funny. Okay, uh, we have a vote now. Everybody can close your eyes. And the question is, who is the saltiest player? And I, when, uh, when I say the name that you think is the saltiest, <laughs> right. we raise our hand. Okay, right. is André the saltiest? Is Martin the saltiest? Is Mons the saltiest player? Is Jonas the saltiest player? Okay, nobody of us watched where we raised the hand, so it's only you viewers who know <laughs> the saltiest player are, so we don't have to discuss this between ourselves. I, this I, is, I this think is not we... good for the pod format. Oh, uh, damn it. But, but okay. I, it's Mons. Yeah, it's, I, it's me. It's me. 100%. <laughs> Everyone knows. But, but I, <laughs> I'm definitely the saltiest player. But, but I think I'm the swingiest emotionally. Like yeah. I can be, I have the, maybe the biggest tops and the biggest downs. Yeah. You're I, very I'm happy <laughs> when your opponent is sad and you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very yeah. sad when your opponent yeah. is happy. I'm a pretty <laughs> emotional player uh, and I get, get a bit yeah. uh, salty. It's all in good fun, but yeah. But yeah I, I had uh, a screenshot on my phone uh, I took from a battle report. It's like a months punk disappointed PNG <laughs> where I I remember the the moment I revealed the storm banner and you had a lot of flying yeah. units and it was just a look of disgust on your face. <laughs> you have like it right now. You have it on the phone, right? You have it. You like the. When uh, I call background on your no, phone, I, I should <laughs> fix. I should set that up. Like, oh, here's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> when I call, okay. Yeah. Have oh. a good day. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. See you in the video. next battle report and next podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.